It's Sean and Kevin's Infinite Movie Crisis. Roll the dice. Accept your movie fate. Welcome back, everybody, to Sean, Sean and Kevin's, Kevin's Infinite, Infinite Movie, movie Crisis. Crisis. That worked well it's... enough. This is the show where every week we roll the die and watch a new movie. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bullet to the head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, it, it's, you know, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're also good. Sometimes they're also good. No. It, <laughs> we, what we do is we rank a movie from one to ten, and, we, and then we roll our ten-sided die, and that's what we watch, good or bad. We suffer through it or we enjoy it. And then we talk it down, we break it down, talk about who's great in it, fun facts, interesting characters, well-written dialogue. None of which you'll hear in this week's episode because we're talking bullet to the head. <laughs> what number did we roll, Sean? We rolled a two. Well, I rolled a Kevin two. Kevin rolled I'm a sorry. two. We've rolled... Uh, as, as, as I like to say, I beef the roll. <laughs> since, 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 since doing this, we rolled a four to start, then we rolled a ten, which was so... Kevin, doesn't seem like a long time ago. That was only a week and a half ago. That seems that that was years ago. That was that, years. Was, that was ancient ancient history. Then we rolled a number another four, and yep. then now we rolled a two. What we rolled yep. next is God knows. God knows what we're uh, going to uh, roll. Well, I, I I told you, man, that uh, we are on average. We our average roll from these four rolls is a five. We should be at about a five and a half. We're about on average. I, a little bit below, Kevin. I would like to be above average. I, that is, I'm aware. I'm aware. I, Look, like we'll we'll see what happens this time. We'll see I fine. would like to be above average. How how uh, how long of an hour and a half was this for you? I put it off as long as I can because we said six o'clock recording time. <laughs> I know because I texted you. I was like, I'm ready to go at like five fifty five, and you're like, I need till six six oh seven. I I just just I I just kept putting it off. I was watching other things, and the time kept getting there. And I kept looking up how long it was. It said an hour and a half, and I'm like. If I start at 4.30, I can get this done by 6. I started at 4.35. I, couldn't. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'll be late. I'll make up an excuse. I just... You you should have podcasted and watched it at like 1.2 speed. I thought about dude, I thought about just not watching it at all and just trying my just, best to... Re- just riffing? Like yeah. a book report? Like a goddamn book Yeah, like a book report and like you did most of the work and I'm just putting my name on it. <laughs> I really... I thought so hard about it. Then I remember I had to do other parts to make this podcast work. I'm like, fuck. I know, I know. All right, well, we need to give the people some context. Yeah, let's get some this backstory. This is the second viewing. This is the second. This viewing. is the second time we've watched. What? What? Describe. Describe your experience with the first time. What do you remember? Because I have some some evidence. Okay, what I so if I remember correctly, it was sophomore year in college. Uh, it was, yes, I think it was like, I, ha- I have the exact date. Oh, you have the, oh, I think I know why. We'll get to that in a second. If I remember correctly, it was either a, like a rainy night or snowy night, and it was one of those we were just staying in, and we you know we usually watch a movie or funny TV show or something. And we were yep. like we were like in the mood for just a shitty action. Yep, and and uh, Ethan was definitely with us. Uh, I forget. Uh, Jake, Jake I was Jake, probably there. Yeah, rest it was probably the four of us. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> um. So and then I remember like we we were watching the like, kind of trailers, looking for something fun. And there's a trailer with Sly Stallone, Jason Momoa, who was hot at the time, Christian Slater, and Han from Fast and the Furious. I'm like, this seems perfect. By Joel Silver, who made a, who's made a ton of these you know dumb kind of action movies, like a throwback to the '80s. Like it seemed like a perfect win. It ends with the line of, "What are we leggings?" And it was like because, and it was because like, and Jason Momoa throws a fucking axe in front of him. Yeah, and they're gonna fight with axe. He's like, "What are we?" And it's like that seems like the perfect stupid '80s Stallone Schwarzenegger, just dumb action sequence. Like, wh- what what more could you want? Is that two guys fighting with an axe? I'm in. Right. We were all like just so into it, and 
like honestly, we're just like we we just got to see that scene. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna send this to you right now. I was gonna send okay. it later, but I'm gonna send it right now. Kevin's sending me a text. Um, I just sent a picture to Sean that is a picture that I took of a man broken, just broken by this movie. It's Sean on his bed with his hand on his face, just full face palm. Like I hope we can use it as like the album art for this this podcast because like it's so funny. Oh, just my broken spirit, my old bed. Just why the fuck are we watching this? The graininess of 2014 phone pictures. Hell yeah! It's a, hell yeah. It's a great uh, photo, actually. <laughs> it's a. Really- I, I I took that picture. I, I have the date right here. Turns out, so I have this whole like like saved archive foot uh, uh, archive of fa- photos from undergrad, and uh, it turns out I do have the date saved on. Okay, this can, was taken. can I take a guess? Can I take a real? Good, I want to say. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. I'm going to say February 22nd. It was much earlier in the year. Oh, really? Okay. This is right after we got back from uh, from from break. Okay. Uh, this was uh, I had it earlier. It's um, it's uh, it was September second. September. Wow. 2nd, okay. Wow. Real early. In it the... was like a. It was like our second weekend back. Okay. When we did. I thought I could have sworn this was like right in the middle of the school year, but no, this is right back to, right back to it. Yeah, we had. I I, I remember we had just gotten back, and it was. Uh, it was it was an experience, man. It, well, okay. So here's the other thing, is our viewing was different than this one, um, and here's what here's why. I'll admit, I I fucking pirated it. Like we we didn't actually pay for it. Yeah. Um, sue us, Joel Silver. Well, here's sue Kevin. here's uh, here's why I think we hated it so much. It is a bad movie, and we're gonna get into why. It is it's inherent. I will never defend this movie. It's a bad movie. It's a fucking bad movie. But I remember we thought it was an unintelligible mess, which it still is. It's still it's still a mess, but part of the reason was because the audio was so fucked up on the pirate that we watched. Do you remember how bad the audio was? Because it kept getting really loud and really quiet. Yes, I do. But I also remember that just because that was how Stallone talked. Uh, yeah, it, it was. I, 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 my experience watching it this time, that wasn't an issue. But I had hardcore flashbacks to watching this when, when I was like, oh yeah, that's right, the audio was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was so. Just a just a bad miserable night that made me sad. I just remember just being this this, this sucks. Well, it it yeah it, it was it was a time and and we forever remembered it as a bad movie. There's a reason we put it on our list as a two. And last week I gave you shit for putting for making me watch. She's uh, all that. Uh, fucking uh, what was, uh, she's all um, that. She's all that. You made me watch that and and that is a million times better than this. Thank I'll you. totally give you that. A million times better. A million times better. This is this is now it's my turn. I put this on the list, and I am sorry. You should be. I mean, the good news is we rolled it early, and it's over with. Like that's the only like thing I'm happy about. Like, I told you, I told you. We will, got to look at we it. Will, it's fucking gone. gone. It's done. We will never watch this movie ever again. The only the only movie left on our top ten currently that I'm like actively dreading is probably Frank. I really don't want to watch Frank. <sighs> For me, it's probably Catwoman. I don't. I don't yeah. Because Frank, I think there's a small chance I like it on uh, a second view. I think there's a small chance of that. There's a, there's a, there's an outside chance. I don't want to watch Frank. I, I yeah. We're, we're gonna deal with it. Well, Kevin, don't roll a fucking five. Maybe, uh, you ever think about yeah, that? Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. You ever think about that, Kevin? You ever, do you ever, you think, ever fucking think? You ever fucking think about that? You ever fucking think about that, Kevin? <laughs> okay, let's talk. All right, let me give some de- the rundown. Yeah, of this. give me some deets. Give me let some me give the rundown of this film. Bullet to the head. Here's the description we get. After watching their respective partners die, a New Orleans hidden man and a Washington, D.C. detective form an alliance in order to bring down their common enemy. That's not the plot of this fucking movie at all. Like, I, I, I would agree. 
Like, it just fucking... Hey, uh, Sung Kang's character, Taylor Kwan, doesn't see his partner die. Neither does Sly Stallone. He, they both wa- find out their partner's dead a- after yep. the fucking fact. It's not like they're gunned down. He does, Sung Kang's Taylor Kwan does nothing the entire movie. He does nothing. He just gets dragged along. <laughs> he, does, he does nothing. He, he does, does nothing. He does nothing. <laughs> it's not a fun buddy team-up, like, to opposite to tract... What the pitch that, of the yeah, movie that's is. that's what it was supposed to be. It's that's supposed it to be. Supposed Instead, to be, it's just Slice Sylvester Stallone literally telling him to sit in the car while he goes in and grunts his way through a scene. <laughs> it happens three times in a row. Three separate times three in a row. That's what happens. separate fucking times. All right, it was directed by Walter Hill, who is a bad director, and I'm glad he, does, he doesn't work anymore. Okay. Yeah, I, di- I didn't know. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. I'm just, I'm happy... He hot, hot take. He directed Forty Eight Hours. It was just his biggest hit in the eighties, and then that, just just straight garbage ever since. That sounds that sounds about right. Like that that actually tracks with everything that's happening here. Happening here, it's like a seventies eighties star trying to do something, like to be like, like okay. Here's my other thing, and this is a thought that actively came to me while I was watching this movie. There is an alternate universe where the John Wick was this bad. I wrote. You know I, I mean? fucking wrote that down, Kevin. I swear to yes, fucking God. Yes. I, all right. I wrote down, this is what happens when if John Wick was made by a terrible director. I, that's what I fucking yes. said. Oh, yeah, my like God. The, the, there is an alternate universe where this is John Wick. Like, this is the quality of John 100%, Wick. 100%. Like, it was, it's a, John Wick, the first one, is a very basic revenge against the mob hitman story. It's yeah. just perfectly executed. Yeah, this, yeah, it should be, uh, by all rights, it should be average. It should be an average movie. Instead, it's great. <laughs> exactly. This movie should have been, this movie could have been good. I'll, say, I'll stand by it. The premise is there. A hitman and cop are forced to team up. To take down a mob boss. That's a good premise for a movie. Like that. It, it, I, it, I mean, it's it's generic. It's generic, but, like, but it works. There's a reason people do it so much. Yeah, like it, like you want two guys like this guy, this guy, and then they form a mutual understanding versus this fucking guy, and then you get fun. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> okay, it was written by Alessandro Kaman based on a graphic novel, a French graphic novel, which I'm not even going to bother to pronounce. It but it translates to "Led to the Head." Okay, that's a cooler name. Uh, it stars Sylvester Stallone as James Bonomo, a.k.a. Jimmy Bobo. Uh, Jimmy Bobo is the funniest name I've ever heard in my entire life. It's so fucking funny. Every time it's said, which is not that much, it's said like two times in the beginning and then like three times at the end. It's like fucking Jimmy Bobo. What? Fucking, okay. Sung Kang. That, that should be like, that should be a children's like plushie. Yeah, it should, it should be Jimmy Bobo should be a monkey that solves crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly kind of what this movie is. <laughs> Just an adult, a, an evo- a de-evolved but ape. But it's still voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that would... <laughs> honestly, if this movie was Sylvester Stallone voicing a, a gorilla, solving a crime, teaming up with a partner, it's a better Name movie. Jimmy Bobo. Name Jimmy Bobo. Again, I'd go bankrupt because I'd watch that every day. <laughs> I would too. Sun Kang plays Taylor Kwan. Kind of. He's, he's just in the movie. <laughs> We had Sarah Shahi as Lisa. No, no last name. Not not Lisa. Not Lisa Bobo. Kevin, I'm gonna tell you right now. Do you think this film passes the Bechtel test? <laughs> um, no, I do not, because I don't think there's another female character. Okay, Adewale Akinkime Ajabiba. It's it's tri- it's triple A baby. It's Mr. Echo from Lost. It's Mr. Echo. Uh, it plays Robert Macomo Morel, Jason Momoa as Keegan. Christian Slater as Marcus Baptiste because they're in New Orleans and he's supposed to be a Cajun. Yeah. yeah. Brian Van Holt as Ronnie Earl and Holt 
Holt McCalney as Hank Greeley. Uh, this, so, okay. Let, let's, it's, it's actually not a specific thing, so I think now's a good time to bring it up. You bring up the fact this movie takes place in New Orleans. They never say the word New Orleans in this entire movie. They never wants to. It's just, my, this is my town. We're going to transform They always it. say it's my town, or they say they're in Crescent City, which is a name for, for New Orleans. Could they not get the rights to New Orleans? What? What? Probably because New Orleans knows that people knew it was New Orleans. People would understand that this is worse than Katrina. <laughs> well, like, the, the only thing that tells us we're in New Orleans is, at one point, there's a really fu- fucking funny cut where the char- one of the characters walks out in the street and just a fucking jazz band is... Y- yes, yes, yes. We'll get into that in the viewing diary, I think. I know. But also, okay, last thing about New Orleans here. No one has an accent. No one has a, a single person. No one even even tries to do a bad one. They just like yeah, like I'm not I'm not asking Sylvester Stallone to give me fucking Ed Orgeron. I'm not asking for that. Oh, know? I'm gonna go get the we were we fucking Vikings. Oh. Oh, like I'm not doing that. You know, like yeah. What are we, we Vikings? All right. This movie was released on February one, two thousand thirteen. Yeah, that seems about right. We watched it in September of that year, so yeah, that makes sense. It has a five point seven on IMDb. Wait, that's too, high. Way too high. A, four, high. a 48 on Metacritic, very high, uh, yeah, and a 45% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Well, again, it's be- I think a lot of dads like this movie. No, no, not like, not like. The, the, they'll they'll throw it on because they need something to watch. I think a lot of dads have fallen asleep on 3 o'clock on a Saturday to this. Now that's a more accurate statement. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> this movie made $9 million domestically, $21 million worldwide, on a $45 million budget. This movie costs $45 million? I know. This movie looks what like... What did it go to? <laughs> I I have no idea. It looks like it was shot on a fucking iPhone, but like an old iPhone, not a new nice iPhone. Like oh, a, you, mean like, like, an you iPhone, mean like the iPhone that I took that picture of you on? That kind like of Like an iPhone? iPhone 3G. That's what it feels like. When, like when they first introduced cameras. Remember, the original iPhone didn't even have a camera. And like and like someone rubbed some ham on it, so there's like a nice honey glaze on there. Yeah, and all and all and all the action sequences were done in Windows Movie Maker. Like that's that's <laughs> the type of quality we're looking at here. Uh, I've gotten everything I already want out of this. I've just seen Sean broken again. It's great. <laughs> this movie was nominated for one Razzie. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely a Razzie, right? Like <laughs> nominated Sly Stallone for worst actor. He lost to Jaden Smith for After Earth. Yeah, so I was looking it up because I was like, you know, I still love, uh, you know, I, I do like Stallone for what he gives most of the time. I, I appreciate him. And I, re- I looked up, uh, like, there's a whole page said, awards received, uh, like, nominations and awards received by, by Sylvester Stallone. He has uh, one Golden Globe for, uh, for uh, Creed. He has many, 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 many more. Razzies, so many fucking Razzies. All I'm getting right now. He has three Academy Award nominations. What for? Like Creed and what else? Uh, so Rocky? Rocky won for actor, and Rocky won also for writing. Because he wrote. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought. Oh, I guess he, he should have. He didn't get because he wasn't a producer. He should have technically gotten one for Rocky winning Best Picture. Right, right. He just wrote it, I guess technically. And two Golden Globe nominees. Three Golden Globe nominees. Excuse me. Uh, two again for Rocky, and one for the one win for Creed. I, I appreciate him and I appreciate his story and everything, but like he gives us a lot more of these than than Creed, you know. All right, you ready? I'm gonna do a run of his Razzie run. Give me a hook me up. 1985 worst screenplay nominee: 
1985. Worst actor, winner for Rhinestone, both films. Never heard of it. Nominee in 1986 for worst screenplay, Rocky Ford. That one's a horse shit. Yeah, Rocky Four is a great movie with a bad screenplay. Okay, but he <laughs> but he won in 1986, worst actor, worst director, and worst screenplay for Rambo: First Blood Part Two. I disagree with that. Rambo's still fun, but whatever. <laughs> no, it's First Blood Part Two, not Rambo One. I know all the Rambos have some some redeeming qualities to them. 1987, worst actor, worst screenplay for Cobra, which is on our list. Wait, for Cobra? Oh God, it's on our list. Yeah, it's well, it's it's it, it's on the like the the role to be added to the list. The reserve. Oh, it is right there. I, I forgot we put that on there. Oh shit. Yeah, have I told you? Do you know the name of Co- his character's name in, in Cobra? Is, is it Mr. Cobra? Cobra? It's Marion Cobretti. <laughs> so I was not. I was not far off. You really, you really weren't. Nineteen eighty-eight. Worst actor for Over the Top nominee. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen eighty-nine. This by this is a decade of worst actor nominees. Yeah, he got like he got like a, a a decade like an honorary Razzie award essentially for like the entire decade of the eighties. Yes, pretty much. So he gets a nomination for uh, worst actor in Rambo three, worst screenplay for Rambo three. Nineteen ninety, he gets two worst actor nominees. He got nominated twice for two different movies: Tango and Cash and Lockup. And then he won. See, that's like that's like that's like an Adam Sandler run. I know, you know? because you know why he won the Razzie in nineteen ninety for worst actor of the decade. <laughs> For, for oh, Cobra, buddy. Lock Up, Over the Top, Rambo First Blood Part 2, Rambo First Blood Part 3. And there's a link to click on to see more things. The reason why they nominated him, I'm not even bothering. It's it's a certain point, it's like, you start to feel a little bad. <laughs> You're like, oh, guys. 1991, worst screenplay nominee and worst actor nominee for Rocky Five. Okay, that's fair. Rocky Five is a piece of I know, play. and it's on our list for, uh, for uh, commentary. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, well, actually, yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> 1992, worst actor nominee for the movie Oscar. Uh, Never heard of it. Yeah, I think that's where he tried to play a mentally challenged person. Oh, oh no. 1993, winner for best worst actor, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Uh, again, never heard of it. Oh, you have? Oh, I- I'll tell you. I'm going to give you a fun fact about that. Actually, I'll do it right now. He only took this role where in which it's, he plays a cop and his mom, he has a team up with his mom to stop a gang because he thought Schwarzenegger was going to take it, but Schwarzenegger only told him he was going to take it as a prank to get Stallone to do this terrible movie. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> yeah, Schwarzenegger rules. In the, in the fight between Schwarzenegger and Stallone, if you don't have Schwarzenegger every time, you're insane. I know. Like, can you imagine that phone call from him? Just like, aha, I got I you. I got you. <laughs> All right, 1994. Now you, got, now you got to do shitty movie. 1994, worst screenplay for Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Cliffhanger and Over the Top are both real bad. 1995. Worst nom- worst actor for The Specialist, and he won worst on-screen couple with Sharon Stone, both for The Specialist. Like, they're just they're just dunking on him every year at this point. They really are. He's not... Okay. I, I mean, they're bad movies. I'll-, I'll give him that. But it's like, guys, like, it's just... It's not funny at a certain point. I think the... It's one of those things that it just keeps... The more it goes, it becomes less funny, and then eventually it'll hit... Oh, okay. I, they're playing the long con. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, it was 1996. Two nominations again for two movies that year. Worst actor, Assassins, and Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd, I think, is at least a fun bad movie. Yeah, that that one is a classic so bad it's good. 1997, worst actor for Daylight. Never, Never heard of it. <laughs> 1999, he gets a worst supporting actor for playing himself in a documentary. <laughs> okay, now it's funny again. <laughs> in 2000, he wins with... 99 worst actor of the century 
Of the century. Of the century. And he got that for 99.5% of everything he's ever done. The 0.5% being Rocky 1 and 2. Fuck off, man. Like, that's just so mean. I know. And we haven't entered the 2000s yet. Oh, no. 2001, worst actor nominee for Get Carter. 2002, worst screenplay, worst supporting actor, and worst on-screen couple again for Driven. I haven't heard of so many of these. I know. There's some real turds. 2004, worst supporting actor for Spy Kids 3 Game Over. That one seems like kind of bullshit. Well, yes. Well, Spy Kids 3D is, is it, that one's a classic so bad it's good. I saw that in the theaters with my fucking grandma. I did. I was a child. <laughs> yeah, okay. So then he takes a nice gap. We're going from 2004 to 2011 before he's nominated again. Yeah, it feels like he kind of retired in there for a little bit. A little bit. But 2011, he's back. Worst director for The Expendables. <laughs> classic. And now for the first time in Razzie history. He receives a Worst Actor nomination for three different movies that all came out the same year. Bullets of the Head, Escape Plan, and Grudge Match. We watched Escape Plan. I remember watching that. That one's that one's also a turd. <laughs> I think I fell asleep during Escape Plan. Yeah, that one's also... That's the one with Schwarzenegger, isn't it? Yes, I believe so. I, I, I'm happy to say I, I, know, I have no idea what happens in it. I think we gave up on that movie. I don't think we made it through it. All right, 2000... That's another Ethan suggestion, that son of a bitch. All right, 2006... Oh, and where is he? And where is he right now? probably he's probably doing nothing he's not going (laughs) he said i'm probably busy like what are you busy with well no one's busy right now you are definitely not busy i know you're at your parents house but they know you're gonna go hide in your room like you did when you're 15 (laughs) oh just because your fiance is around too god well now we're turning into roasting our friend let's move on he's not he's not gonna listen to this i know 2016 he wins the razzie redeemer award for all time what, what, for Creed, all time Razzie champ to award as a contender for Creed, they rede- he redeemed himself. It's it it's so mean. <laughs> and finally, last year, 2020, worst actor for Rambo: Last Blood, worst uh, worst screen combo for Rambo: Last Blood, and worst screen screenplay. <laughs> you know what he's not made for worst screen combo? Sylvester Stallone and his impotent rage. <laughs> Okay, like it is objectively funny. It like, is. I get it. You know why? Because he could have said no to any of these. F- I know. I know. I know. Absolutely. Oh God. All right, man. Let's okay. let's fucking just get through this. Movie. I think let's, it's. I think it's time. I think we got all the background information, right? I think. Yeah, that's everything we need to talk about. I just have one question for you, Kevin. What do you got? What are we fucking Vikings? I rem- first of all, no, we're not fucking Vikings. Uh, the I remember the cut in the trailer was funnier because they didn't say fucking. Yeah, it's just, what are we, Vikings? Yeah, it's, like, it's more Stallone in the trailer. That's why we watched this movie. It, it really is, because at least it seemed like it was going to be a fun bad, and it's just a bad bad. Yeah. All right. Well, first thing I got when this movie starts, from the moment you hit play, is the sound of a giant gunshot that just scares the shit out of me. I don't know about you. Did you get that? Yes, no? I did too, because it starts with just bullets going through all the logos. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it, but, like, you didn't have to scare the crap out of me. All right, so we start this movie, and we're going with Jimmy Bobo, <laughs> his partner. Oh, he's going to go solve crimes <laughs> with his partner, Han from Final Fantasy, or from fucking First Fast and Furious. All right, he goes with his partner to go do a hit or something. Actually, no, we don't even start there. We start in a weird, this thing I hate in movies, where you start further along in the film, it's like, well, how did we get here? Let's go back. And There's... There's a there's a really funny YouTuber I followed in Cosmonaut Variety Hour. He's fantastic, Marcus from there. He has this running joke whenever he does movies like this, where there's this thing, 
Uh, like where, where the thing you're talking about, right? Where it's at the start of the movie, there's something that makes no sense. And then when it comes up later on in the movie, he always goes like, oh, this is the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> that is. It's one of those things. It's like done well. Like It's been done well like three times where people enjoy oh, it. Sure. And they just copy it, every, copy it every fucking time. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh what the hell that's going to happen? Oh, I wonder how we got there. And they're going to kill Holt McCallney, who's an awesome actor in uh, Mindhunter. But I just wrote down, yes. like, this is him before he got his big break, and he's just doing his best playing a coked up ex-cop or whatever. Or whatever. It was very poorly explained. Yeah, then he's he's about to bang a prostitute who's just in the shower for some reason. Yeah, this this is a very, 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 very bad Pulp Fiction ripoff. Yeah, this it's whole like thing. literally down to his partner's haircut. I wrote down just a terrible hair homage to John Travolta. It was awesome in that. Right. Exactly. So it's just a bad. It's just a bad ripoff. Of I did write down. At is. least they were smart enough to put some tits in this to give me some interest. I was gonna say there's a lot. I, I wrote down later on. There's a lot of forced nudity in this movie, which just happens. Like, oh, some, it is just. A, it tits. is the producer going like, listen, people have got to at least be paying somewhat attention to this piece of shit. And, and guess what? It works. It really does. People, I defy it's, it. it's the it's the Game of Thrones effect. Yeah, it, it helps. It helps bad things seem better. Oh, the Game of Thrones effect is also why Jason Momoa is in movies like this one. Yeah, Jason Momoa is on Game of Thrones. He never spoke. Not not once. He grunted and looked cool, and that was the best part about him. <laughs> I would loved him for it, but like, eh. okay. So they kill the guy who it starts off where they shoot him in the chest four times. And they're like, oh, it's done. And then he get, comes back to life. Yeah, he basically resurrects for no reason at all. No, ex- only so we can get the start of it with a bullet to the head. Yeah, I actually, at this point, this was the point in the movie where I started to be like, I should keep track of how many headshots happen. Okay, I did the do same. You wanna get, do you want to guess how many? I wrote it down, too, So unless we've got different answers. We might have different answers. I got eight. I had eight, too. Okay, so we're right. Yeah, okay, okay. Right, yeah, it's eight. It's not that many. It's not that many. If it was, only, if it was like, constantly happening, like, it was, like, 25 It'd be a better movie. Right. That's that's the John Wick effect where it's like, oh, that dude's so efficient. And like, he always hits the Always the hits the headshot. But no, it's just kind of an accident, really, when he gets a bullet to the head. It's like, oh he, oh, he was right next to him. I guess he gets it. Okay, so then we're going into the bar. I'm, we're just going to speed through this. I fucking... Oh, fucking go. Well, okay. Before you go on, one more thing I got to note about this beginning of the movie. Before we get to the bar. A ton of times in this movie, I think at least three separate times, we get this transition of, of Sylvester Stallone with his, like, mug shots. Remember those? Did you notice how poorly photoshopped they are? They're so badly done. I wrote down, they literally just took his old headshots from, like, being a young actor and just sloppily put together in Photoshop fucking uh, police record or whatever. Did you notice where one of the places he got arrested was? No, I missed Rot- it. Rochester, New York, baby. Oh. Shout out. Yeah, there you go, baby. That's your hometown. Hey, what was he doing in Rochester? <laughs> he, nothing nothing good. S- stealing garbage plates? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was about to say, he probably ate too many garbage plates and they arrested <laughs> <laughs> okay so we go to a bar and he gets he only drinks bullet whiskey get it yeah i this this is one of the i wrote this down seven or eight different times through this movie in all caps just get it get do it do you get it it's called bullet to the like i bullet bourbon's fine it's fine i feel like it is fine like i don't think it's bad but it's like it's fine uh jason momoa kills his partner and then he attacks sly and then he runs away just not being a very good hitman. <laughs> Like, no. Also, no. because, like, what do you give a shit if it's subtle or not? The guy's taking a piss. Just pull your gun and shoot him. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Then we're introduced to Sun Kang, uh, Taylor Kwan, and uh, he's just there. 
<laughs> he shows up and he talks to the police department in the most just look at us we're cops it's anytime he is on screen it is to give exposition through his phone like that's all he calls like washington central whatever the fuck it is and like he's like hey can you look this up and then you hear it in his, in the ear and then he repeats it why is that in the movie <laughs> it, it's just so poorly put together is it to fill time? Yeah, and here's the thing, too. Like, it's not like, again, it's not like these guys are on the run now at this point in the movie, like, why they have the team up. He, Jimmy just, no, Jimmy Bobo gets a call from Taylor. How did he get his number? I wrote that. How did he just know to call this guy? Yeah, like, like how did he skip over, like, six months of investigation just to call him? Just, just, to, just like, let me call him up. And if you see the photo when he looks up him up, it's so funny because it's Sly with long hair. <laughs> it's him with a mullet. Oh, the mullet is so funny. Yeah, we're going along. They meet at the bars. Like, I smell a cup. All right, and then they, they he's like, I don't want to work with you, and they fuck off. And then that's when we get the New Orleans brass. Like, how would you know it's New Orleans unless there's a brass band randomly in the streets? Yeah, he just walks out, and it's like, oh, there's a band now. And then two guys are going to kill him? Two cops are going to kill him. Yeah, we find out later. Like, we find out two minutes later they're cops. Like, what is happening? Yeah, it just it makes no sense why they're going to kill him to begin with. And then... Stallone just runs over one of the cops, and then they're like, well, we have to team up now. It's like, fucking, why would you, why did you save his life? There's no- oh, I know. I, I, I thought that, too. I was like, no, a lot of these, I mean, here's the thing. This is not a kind of movie where it can be like, oh, this scene was really bad because it doesn't make any sense. The whole fucking thing doesn't make sense. The whole fucking thing, the character motivations don't make any sense. The dialogue is god-fucking-awful. Right, the whole time. It, it, right? It's really bad all around. There's, there's, but it's not fun bad. It's not fun. It's just like it. Like there's no logic behind what they're doing. And here's the thing. Yeah. That's why we're so annoyed. It should have been so easy. Right? Oh, like you, God. Do you know what this is? This is a layup. This is. It's a layup and they this fucking. It's a layup of a movie. It's a layup and they fumbled the ball on the one. They changed sports mid-layup. <laughs> Mid-movie. They ch- mid-metaphor. They changed sports. And, oh, uh, okay. So they're, they're, they're fucking around. Then we get introduction to Mr. Echo and Christian Slater, who's just there to exposition the fuck out of this. Like Christian, Christian, well, we'll talk about his scene later, but like he is the expositioner for this movie. Yeah, he's just like he's shown up. This is his first movie in nine years, by the way. What this is what he came out of retirement for? Well, no, not retirement. He just hadn't booked it. He'd been doing TV work, but like, oh, oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, he didn't work. I mean, I think he got Mr. Robot right after this, so at least some things worked out well for Christian. Right, I like Christian right, Slater. Exactly. He was on. He was on some. Some TNT show forever. It was like heist. Leverage. Leverage. That's what it was. My, my, parent, my parents also like that movie. I'm sure that it's show, that show. I'm that sure show. it's fine. In that time, oh yeah, when the cops, the uh, Sun Kang does get shot in the shoulder. And then they, and, all right. And then I wrote down, I'll give one nice thing. Instead of going to the cliche veterinarian, they go to a tattoo artist to get patched up. That's, I also appreciate that. I was like, that is slightly different. It's slightly different. It's the same thing. And he's like, doesn't, doesn't fucking make sense. She did one year of nursing school. Okay, well, we're talking about the grumbly assness. Two things on the grumble. Uh, small thing on the grumble. His voicemail was the grumbliest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. He's literally like, no one's here. Call me back later. Like, it was really bad. But this whole, this whole, the second thing is this whole slide performance is the most phoned-in performance he's ever had. It's just grumbles. It's all it, it really is. is. And he, like, worked hard on this movie. I want to get, I'll get into the trivia. You know, I'll just say okay. it now. Okay, all right. Should I just, right, say, right, should I just right. say it now? He did an uncredited rewrite on this movie. 
Really? He and the director uncredited rewrites, and it you can fucking tell. The whole time, he just turns Jimmy Bobo into, he, he's always right, he never fucks up, nothing bad ever happens to him. There's no stakes for him either way. And he just walks around really slowly with his chest puffed out and a shirt that's a little too short for him. Yeah, what are you, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tough guy. Yeah. You're like, oh, you want to take a bullet to the head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, uh, fucking Viking? Yeah, and it just lends to, like, every scene either starts or ends with a very generic voiceover that's very grumbly, like, sometimes you gotta give up your, sometimes you gotta give up your, your conscience to take care of business. Like, I just made that up, and that sounds like a dialogue from this movie. It, it, it really is. It's fucking, it's just bananas. I wrote, I wrote down after that, it's like, this is one of the ugliest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Just the way it's shot. It's the... The cinematographer the, should commit yes. seppuku. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the thing that got me with the with the cinematography twofold is uh, the the anytime there's a flashback, there's like really weird fast forward footage that someone thought was cool, but it's not. And any action sequence is awful. Just like really rapid cuts. You know what I mean? It's, none of it works. It's just like they're disguising the fact that Sly's a fucking old man. Like that's that's what rapid cuts are used for. It's like just like oh, okay, yeah, is that he couldn't do the stunts? <laughs> it's like in John Wick, you see everything because Keanu's really doing all the things. Yeah, because I've I've seen him do gun training. Yeah, and it's fucking cool. All right, then there's just they get in the car and it's just all the car scenes are just Sly getting to be racist towards Asians. Do, okay, all right, I'm glad you're bringing this up now because this happens a lot. This movie, there's a lot of casual racism. Did he write that? I have to assume he's the one that wrote it, right? Like, I have to, like, no, you see, they're, they're different ethnicities, so they're giving each other shit. But it's not like he ever gets shit about being a dumb Italian, you know? No, he, well, at one point, he makes, like, half a joke about that at one point, because, like, uh, uh, fucking Quan is like, well, that's like me saying that, like, uh, all Italians like tacos. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> We're moving on to the bathhouse, which is the most ridiculous scene in this movie, I think. I really do. You think that's the most ridiculous one? You know, no, I'm not. There's a, there's a more ridiculous. No, uh, one. you're I mean, right. There's more ridiculous. Keep going. Uh, keep going. Uh, all right, so we run into uh, Cowboy Ronnie Earl, who's played by Cougar Town's own Bobby Cobb, aka Brian Van Holtz, and he is a delight. I love that guy because uh, <laughs> I love Cougar Town. But in this, Sly's like, "You stay in the car." Instead of, they know this guy's a bad guy. <laughs> you know, and you're like, you don't want any backup. You're working together to get information for some reason. He doesn't even give you any information. I, I I can see I can see the smoke coming out of your ears, man. <laughs> so he goes into a bathhouse where he's getting a massage. Fine, fine setup for a set piece, right? Why does Sly have to be in his box, his old man boxers, and hide a gun in the towel? Yeah, Why the can't he just the wear gun a in the shirt? Towel in? Doesn't make any sense. Like you're just going in to confront somebody. Just just wear your clothes. Why do he? That means he got out of the car, got naked. <laughs> <laughs> then went to go talk to the guy. There's also no one else there. It's just one. It's dude. not like he has to take out a bunch of goons to get to the guy either. It has to be disguised. He's just in a bathhouse getting a massage. I know. I know it's devoid of logic, but come on, it's fun, right? No, it's no, literally no. just because Sloan wanted to show off his body, right? Like that's he was. He was. Yeah, he was in shape for this. For, for he was old man in. Old but like, man no, shape, he just you know? got really bad Botox just to tighten that skin. Then he puts the gun in his towel. He's hanging over like old man, hang a towel over your shoulders thing. Where it just looks like his heart has a boner. It's just devoid of logic completely. Like, was it supposed to be cool? I have no fucking idea because it doesn't work at all. All right. So then they get into a fight. And then the, he's like. Then he, he utters the line, guns don't kill people. Bullets do. Like, get it? It's about bullets, Sean. It's about a bullet to the head. 
then they finally he finally gets a different gun because his gun jams because uh, in the car Sun Kang uh you know jammed his gun or took out the yep. took out the pin. And then he fires off Ronnie Earl's gun after getting the exposition to go check out Marcus Baptiste. Uh, <laughs> he fires the gun four times. I counted them. And there's six bullets in his chest. I'm, I'm glad you went through this with a fine tooth comb. I'm glad you did to expose the makers of bullet to the head to the world. I think so. This is important to me. It really is. You're just sitting there with your wall of crazy, like, they can't get away with it! They can't get away with it! You can't keep getting away with this! <laughs> there was four bullets and six bullets in his chest! Again, and then Sloane just comes out back to the car where Sun Kang's sitting. Why not have him come into the bathhouse to confront him because he heard gunshots? Oh, because he, does, he doesn't trust cops. He smells cops. He doesn't trust them. And then he just sucker punches him. He sucker punches him, and then we get the immortal line. He yells at him a bunch. He's like, I was like, oh, fuck you, man. Like, what? And he just yells at him. And then Sylvester Stallone just goes, you had me at fuck you. Let's go. Like, <laughs> what does any of that mean? They, uh, they, all right, they have to track down Marcus Baptiste. So they go to a party. Marcus Baptiste, once again, is Christian Slater not trying? Not trying. <laughs> like, not trying at all. Marcus Baptiste is clearly supposed to be a Cajun name, right? Like, Oh, sure, yeah. Like, a fun, and he's just not even bothering. So they go to this party, and it's a, it's a, uh, it's a masquerade party. Yep. And then he says, <laughs> he says, <laughs> they say to him, we should put on masks to help, help to our, it'll help to our advantage. They don't know what you fucking look like. Nope, not at all. They don't know uh, you're. They don't know you're coming for them. They have no fucking clue. We get this amazing sequence of them trying out a bunch of different masks. But it's not them. It's just Stallone trying on a bunch of different masks. I know. I know. And then they just walk into the party with the masks on and nothing else. It's just the he's wearing a polo, jeans, and a fucking giant mask over his face. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I think I saw you just break a little bit there. That was the moment I took that picture of you. Was when he comes in with that mask and so he walks into the party. Just like the same walk, chest puffed out, wearing a fucking poorly fitted polo and a goddamn masquerade mask. And it's not like to like there's no mask store masquerade mask store right next. They're in like a civilian housing. So that, that, that photo of you was taken at 10.40 p.m. on September 2nd, 2013. That was, that, that was the day Sean Barry died. That was it. Like, you just you just left your body. And it just it go it's been gone side. ever since. My soul has been broken. We go to the party. There's random tits everywhere. Uh, yep, just, 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 just like. Gratuitous. Like, it's great. Whatever. I'm, I'm glad some young model got was able to pay her rent for that month. Momo is in there wearing a Batman mask for some reason. No, he's wearing a devil mask because you get it? He's evil. Uh, they, they track Christian Slater to the bathroom. He goes, grip it and rip it, potty boy. And then he beats him up and they just drag him out of the party. He says, grip it and zip it, I think is what he says. Yeah, excuse like, me, grip it and zip it. That is the opposite of what you want to do. You don't want to zip after grip. That's a bad idea. All right, so they go in the car. It's like, make sure he's knocked out. He's like, I think we're good. And then he immediately comes back to life. That's how you setting up a good gag. Like, that's yeah. a fine thing if they're like, he's knocked out and he comes out and attacks them. It's immediately after. Like, you know what I want to watch right now at this moment? Because that, that kind of gag would have been handled so well by uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. I want to yes! watch Rush Hour now. Yes! That would have been so much better. I'll get into can that. You can you imagine that? Like, that 
it's such a better movie. It's a million times better. I'll get into that in a second when we get to the trivia. We also find out uh, there's a bunch of more dirty cops working for Mr. Echo. Yeah, the, you mean the other two cops we've seen in this movie? For New, Or- New Orleans not doing well. We, well. Christian Slater fucking folds like a piece of paper in this in this goddamn interrogation I wrote down, scene. Christian Slater's that special kind of actor that I think is act, is it's such a terrible actor that he actually becomes a great actor. Like he goes full circle. At that point, I actually genuinely think he's a great actor, yeah. but he's a bad act. Like he does, I don't know how he doesn't. It's it's the it's that Slater magic. And I like Christian Slater. I'm glad he got a paycheck out of this. And then he tells him whatever, like nothing. They they still never discover anything. They never discover what happened. Uh, the, I mean, the only plot device. This is the kind of stuff we missed the first time because we were just fucking. We could not take it the first time we watched this movie. What ends up happening is because Christian Slater is like the number two guy to Triple uh, uh, A. What's uh, what, what's his character's name? It's like oh, it's Morel. So he he's the kingpin here. And Christian Slater's is number two, and he handles all his finances. And they take this flash drive he has around his neck, which has all his finances records on it. That's that's the plot of this. Okay, movie. yeah, okay. I missed. I still for, basically forgot that. I wouldn't watch it. It does. It doesn't matter. It is at so all. unnecessary. Fucking. And why would you just have a flash drive hanging around your neck at a party? At all times, you had to keep it on your on your body at all times to keep it safe. Obviously. And then <laughs> Sloan just blows his brains out. Just. Just shoots him in the fucking head. That was that was headshot number four. <laughs> headshot number four. But I also wrote down, he shot him with a shotgun basically point blank, maybe like three feet apart. His head would be off its shoulders. It's just, oh, just, just gone. Easily, yeah. Just just gone forever. And there's yep. a tiny little hole in his head. All right, then somehow Momoa tracked him down to his safe house. That was because uh, it was in the previous, se- in the previous scene, uh, uh, Morel said like, hey, Christian Slater, Baptiste, uh, has his uh, has his cell phone on, and we can track him through the cell phone. Go kill him. That's that's what it was. Fine. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> like, it, that's Sean. Your reaction is one thousand percent correct. Right. It's like you're just gonna be like, okay, fine. Why? <laughs> so they escape, and then Stallone blows up his safe house. Yeah, because we get a flashback that he's wired it with C4. <laughs> Why? Why would he just... All right, so the, and then the car. He says the lines. I bet you're wondering why Why I had that rig ready to go. Then it's the flashback, and then Sun Kang goes, ah, I don't really care. Yeah, he's <laughs> he like, ah, whatever. It's just like, who cares? He, he, he says, like, I figured you were, like, a paranoid. Yeah, paranoid whatever. guy. That still makes no fucking sense, but... <laughs> And at this point, we're an hour and three minutes in, and he says the thing. He says, you want to take a bullet to the head or whatever? Yeah. And I wrote down, all right, that's now, I, we now have a running list I put in our thing of uh, movies where they say the title of the film in the movie. Is this our first one? Our second one. one. They said she's all that last week. That's true. You are correct. You're absolutely correct. All right, so then we go, back, we go back to Lisa's house, who's wearing a towel. You, you, mean, you mean Lisa Bobo. Lisa Bobo. Because she's Sylvester Stallone's daughter. So she's she's, she's who's at least sort of age appropriate, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I know. Who's wearing oh. a towel. She gets startled by Sun Kang. And in her startled, pulls down her towels to show off her breasts. Yep. It's just, like I said, forced nudity. It's just so, it's like so unnecessary. I just wrote, this is the most pre-Me Too, pre-Oscar So White movie. Yeah. You know, like, like, yeah. like no one thought. Because well, the aforementioned racism that's just casually in there. No one ever gets any reprimand from that, and no one ever like learns a lesson from any of it. Not in this, and it's not like it's a true dark and gritty. We're like, you know, like an like a true like you know like a 
Scorsese crime film where like it at least makes sense characters are racist. Right, you they're know, just casually racist. They're just casually racist. Like, like it's Stallone being... It's not the character, it's Stallone being racist. These these interactions with his daughter character is really, really funny. Uh, there was one earlier when he first meets her uh, that I forgot to mention, but it's the same fucking scene where he walks in and she asks him, like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Are you in trouble? And he says, no, I'm good, I'm good. Anyway, I got this guy shot in the car. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. It's just like, oh, no, I'm good. But anyway, this guy shot in the car. So, all right, so they pour over the, the USB drive, and she's like, I reckon all, recognize all these people's names. How the fuck would she know these names? Who the fuck knows who that local comptroller is? Oh, yeah, that's exactly what she says. Like, I know these names. He's a judge. He's a senator. It's like, no one knows these. You're I a fucking... up New York State Senator today. I had to, because I was like, I forgot who the second one was. <laughs> It's just so dumb. All right, so then we get into each other's backstories where he, she, like, all right, so there's this weird transition where Sun Kang then turn, goes, they, they they pan from the computer screen back to the other room where Sun Kang's now in a, in a tank top for some, no fucking reason. Just to show the passage of time, I guess. No, at least you didn't have a goatee. And then she's like, <laughs> she's like, just give him a break. What if I told you he grew up on the streets, then prison? Yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> He still kills people for money. Like, he's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would that be a forgiving thing? Like, oh, he had a hard gr- childhood. He still murders people. And then, all right, I wrote down, we get to the one hour mark, uh, finally, and they're like, they're bonding over him being a piece of shit. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, uh, he's like, who's her mother? And she's like, uh, some hooker junkie slut. <laughs> and he's like, she turned out pretty good, all things considered. And I'm like, ugh. I know, buddy. It's okay. I, We're almost there. I wrote down, right after that, I wrote down, this Jalen might be the worst of his You know what I wrote down? I wrote down, at this exact point in the movie, I wrote down, this is one step up from a Steven Seagal movie. It's definitely better than most Steven Seagal movies. I'll give it that. Right. But Steven Seagal movies are fucking terrible. Yeah, because at least Stallone's in shape. <laughs> That's the difference. I'll always That's give Stallone, Stallone that. Bump. I'll give Stallone that. I've never seen him look like a fatty. <laughs> then we get to another, the final scene with Mr. Echo in his office. And I was like, did they just now establish he's walking on two canes? No, that was established earlier. That was shown earlier. What does he have, polio? I don't know. It looks like he does, though. Who the fuck is polio? Also, also, Mr. Echo, did he put on weight for this performance? Because he's looking a little chunky. He, he does not look good. He didn't. Listen, Mr. Echo, Mr. Echo made the biggest mistake of his career, which was asking to be killed off lost. Yeah. He, he, he and his, really and his career him. never recovered because he didn't want to live in Hawaii for seven months of the year. Got my guy. Big mistake. Yeah, yeah. You ended up as Killer Croc. Good for you. <laughs> and you didn't even get to come back for the sequel. Nope. <laughs> okay. Momoa then attacks uh, Lisa Bobo. <laughs> where in which a genuinely funny scene where he knocks her out and then he carries her off like a suitcase. I was like, that's. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, boop. And just I wrote down. Her. And then I wrote down. And now we call up to the beginning. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's the beginning of the Because movie. he meets with another cop, and then Stallone comes out of nowhere to kill that guy. It's still never established why like, he knew where to go to save his life. He, uh, or why he prob- still would want to save the guy's life. There's probably, a, there's probably a throwaway line. He's like, oh, I figured there were other dirty cops on the roll or whatever. Like, There's probably something like that. <sighs> they, get the, they get the phone call, like, I have your daughter. Okay, so like, meet me at this, at this warehouse. Yep, this this abandoned ass warehouse. Stallone goes in alone, 
because they don't even establish them like teaming up like they're gonna team up for this which whatever they flash they flash they do the weird flashback thing again to momoa holding the daughter hostage even though we just watched it happen they watched him holding her hostage. They watch it. They have him holding. I'm her. telling you, man, they got a pad for runtime. They got a pad for runtime. They, they got. They got to the 80 minute mark. Okay. I also wrote down. Momo's not even that good a shape in this movie. I wrote it down. Like, not he's, really. He's not. not really. I also wrote down without the beard, he's kind of ugly. Yeah. How you feeling, Sean? You doing all right? No. All right, we're, we're almost done. We're almost done. Okay. We, 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 we made it to the, the 50 the minute people, mark. Of this for the pod. people at home. The first thing Sean said when we got on this Skype call was, you just lost your rolling privileges, young man. I did. I don't want you rolling anymore. You're a bad roller. Hey, you just rolled in that one when you did it, so I don't want to hear it. That was my first one, though. God. They established he gets 500 grand to kill. Why is he living in a shithole? Yeah, he lives in a shack down by the river. And he, we know he's killed at least 10 people for hire, right? Like, they said that That's earlier. That's like five film. mil. That's five million bucks. Retire. He drives like a fucking, like a, a, like a, like a, like a fucking neon. Like it's not even a good car. <laughs> Sung Kang's filming the interaction on a Blackberry. The film was filmed in 2012. It's about five years past Blackberry's peak. Get a I fucking was iPhone. Say, like that, that, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> then randomly out of nowhere, Momoa double crosses Mr. Echo. Yeah, he just kills everyone and then doesn't get anything out of it for the record like he throws away the laptop with all the money on it yeah like, he just, he doesn't get anything. and it's like he just enjoys the fight like that was never fun like there's throwaway dialogue in the movie i think where uh, uh fucking uh, mr echo says like uh i never trust a man that doesn't you know doesn't do it for the money it's like uh, okay whatever like he could maybe you just show that through his actions maybe I guess. I fucking guess. Whatever. All right. So then we get the Viking scene. No, no, hold on. We got one more thing before the Viking scene. Uh, What do you got for the So then there's all the guys shooting at Stallone while he's escaping with his daughter. And he just hits his car keys twice to lock it. And his car is also rigged to explode. (laughs) See, I didn't even catch that. I think I was distracted by something. That's what happened? That's what happened. That's why there's the explosion. Kevin, I don't know about you, but I usually hit the lock button twice when I'm locking my... You 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 would regularly when we lived together you would hit your 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 emergency like uh, fucking thing on your car all the time accidentally. I exactly I would roll my my fat ass over two inches and then my car <laughs> alarm would go off. And you would hear, and I would just hear you in the other room going like son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. I wrote down how did this cost forty five million dollars? John Wick's cost eighteen million dollars. I was gonna say like for a movie that looks this fucking terrible, why did it cost so much? I assume it's Stallone's paycheck. I have to assume it's that. Yeah, I guess so. Because he's such a big name. Okay, that wrote on, holy fuck, the justification to get to the axes. Well, okay, this it's a very similar experience to when we first watched this movie. Because we, we thought it was terrible while we were watching it in, in college. And then we kept saying, let's at least get to the axe fight. Right, and it's like ten minutes from the end. <laughs> it's, it's, it's five minutes from the end. I timed it out. Yeah, it's at, it's at the hour and 18 minutes. Because at one hour, 18 minutes, and 43 seconds, it's, what are we, fucking Vikings? And then it's a four-minute fight sequence. It's not, I didn't even think it was that long. I thought it was super short. No, nope, I timed it out. It was four minutes. I wrote down, I'm, seriously. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I, how I the fu- Seriously, how the fuck did Jason Momoa get Aquaman? How did he? This, he's not that good of an actor. He sucks. Hey, you know, sometimes you just need, like, popularity, I guess. <laughs> so he doesn't even kill him with the axe. He gets stabbed in the carotid artery and just pulls it out. That's instant death. Yeah. Well, actually, he gets sta- he gets uh, stabbed in the foot first <laughs> by the axe. Fine. And then he pulls out his partner's knife. By the way, they never established he even liked his partner. He didn't no, I fun. thought he hated him. Yeah. 
He was just a guy he was working with. And then he, then Sun Kang shoots him in the head, the final bullet to the head. Stallone's like, shoots Sun Kang in the shoulder again. He's like, you can blame it on, on violence. And then he doesn't. And then fucking, they meet up at the bar for another drink. And then it's the end of the movie. And, and then the last thing we get is he's like, and then, you know, I bought myself a special car. And he drives away in a Ferrari because Stallone wanted to drive a Ferrari. I wrote down, Stallone should be in jail. Not in the movie, in real life. Like, for this abomination. <laughs> he should be jailed for this <laughs> he, he film. He should be in jail. This, I wrote down, this is the movie that if you started a bunch of coke, but the coke was actually meth. <laughs> or PCP. <laughs> yeah, something like, like, this should have been a coked out 80s movie that was terrible. But it was made <laughs> 10 years ago. I mean, here, here's the thing, like, you know, I, I, I will say that it, it was, I, I, I'm sorry to use this word, it was better than I remembered, but it was still really bad. I'll give it, it's a little better than I remembered, because, no, you know what, I, no, it wasn't, it was, it's terrible, I'm glad. It's bad, I know it's bad, but it wasn't as bad as I remembered, but like, I, I, I would not... That that sounds like I'm paying it a compliment. I'm not. I did not enjoy this. I would not recommend it to anybody. <laughs> that's the that's the end of what happened in the movie. Oh yeah, no, the movie's over. We're done. I'm not talking about that fucking. <laughs> Should we just get into the nominations for all? Yeah, get 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 them out of here. What do you got? Okay, best actor. I give Sung Kang. Uh, I'm gonna give him. I'm putting him in there because I'm like he at least is trying. Yes, Sung Kang is trying. I thought Christian Slater was trying, kind of. I gave all right, Sung Kang, Brian Van Holt, aka Ronnie Earl, and Holt McCallany. Yeah. Like I think, I feel like they were at least all trying, and like doing what they can with the scene. I'm fine with that. Like, like I said, the only only people I wrote down for this were Christian Slater, and I like Mr. Echo. I like him a lot. I like Triple A. I think he's great. But like, okay, I didn't. I thought he was terrible. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Like. Nothing was good. Let's put it nothing. That way. Nothing was good. So, if but, we, if but we the have... category is not good actor. It's best actor. Best actor. So it's, it's least worst. So least worst. I'm giving it to Brian Van Holt. I I'm fine with it. Fuck it. I don't care. It's yeah. Fine. I like you know. Let's jump into best scene. We'll do the worst afterwards. Okay. Best, best scene. I only had two. I said the bathhouse fight because I thought it was funny. Sure. <laughs> because they're both in their box. Like again, if we had any real courage, they'd be fucking butt ass naked. <laughs> like that's a better like that's genuinely better if they're both fucking naked fighting each yeah, other probably yeah and then i wrote down the trying on masks not the party just the two just the 20 <laughs> just seconds the of the fucking masks just them trying on masks that's all i got i mean the only thing i wrote down momoa at the bar was like a generic action scene that i thought was fine um and uh the uh the vikings i, I thought the vikings was like a solid action fight but it's just not worth it you know I, could, I, I, I thought. I, I mean, I, I'm fine with if you want to give it to the trying on the masks because that legitimately got me to laugh so fucking yeah, hard. Yeah, I'm giving it to try on masks. That's leg- I think that was at least intentionally funny. Oh, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> but that's the thing is we had to suffer through like 90 minutes just for that. Just for that. And it's so on. Like, it's at least something we'll always remember. All right, what do you got for uh, we go worst actor next? Yeah, worst actor. This one. There's only one answer. Well, no, I, I got a lot, of, a lot of nominees, though. All right, cool. Sylvester Stallone. Yep. As Jimmy Bobo. Yes, as Jimothy Bobo. Jimothy Bobo. Sarah Shahi as Lisa Bobo. Yeah, she's all right. Triple uh, A, Mr. Echo, as Fine. Robert Morrell. Jason Momoa. Yeah, he was real bad. Uh, I'm putting John Cena, the original partner who dies in this fight. I thought he was bad in this scene. Uh, right. The prostitute at the beginning, whose actress name is Waronica, W-E-R-O-N-I-K-A. Waronica. Wow. And Dane Rhodes as the dumb captain, that lieutenant that takes the takes Sun Kang's <laughs> gun in the beginning. Yeah, I thought they're all just terrible. 
Yeah, I think the only answer is Stallone. Stallone was awful. <sighs> yeah, I'll get Stallone. Yeah, Stallone has to get it. He's. I think it has to be Stallone. He was just. It's such a phoned-in performance. Like he doesn't even try. And it looks like he put the fucked up part is like he because he rewrote it. He had to put some fun to this terrible movie. Uh, like just. Uh, 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 bad just bad okay yeah so we're giving it to Stallone as our worst actor and you know what I just made fun of the Razzies for making saying that for years and here I am doing it they gave him genuinely like 35 worst actor nominations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay worst scene I got a bunch um I actually okay I I was lazy on this one I only wrote down one I'm gonna say it real quick this is a lazy this is a lazy response and I'm fine if you reject it I literally just wrote down anytime the two of them were in the car that, I have that. You know why? So- any, any, uh, all of them were so bad. It's like seven times they're in the car and just so bad. Here's, I have Momoa kidnapping Lisa Bobo. Okay. This is stupid. Everything Mr. Echo does, every scene in the car, every, yes, every scene in the car, every bar scene, blowing up the safe house, and then the coming full circle from the beginning. So you mean the whole movie? No, I cut out the mask scene in the bathhouse scene. <laughs> that was the whole movie you 90... just described. Just like how Stallone won Worst Actor of the Century for 99.5% of his things. 99.5% of this movie's terrible. <laughs> All right, who's your freak show? I got two. Freak show, I put Mr. Echo just walking on two canes. Okay. I wrote down uh, Holt McCainley, the really guy at the beginning because he comes back from the fucking dead after being shot in the oh, chest. okay fair fair and then i wrote stallone for stallone's body <laughs> <laughs> i wrote down uh i got two uh these are these are bit parts mine are really small just random extra i gotta shout out when he runs away from the two cops trying to kill him the jazz jazz parade that comes out of nowhere did you notice the big guy yes the guy he bumps into yes i i should have put him down too but yes uh, a shout out to him he's just living his life i love that guy and then i i gotta give a a shout out to uh the really tall fat bearded dude the cave bear at the end who does nothing like he's supposed it looks like he's set up to be an action like scene like to fight the guy no he just gets shot by jason momoa just gets shot in the head a bullet to the head yes one 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 could say that so who's who's the freak show who do you think Mine are too bit. I like yours are a little more mainstream. I'm going to have to give it to Holden McCallany in the beginning for coming back from the fucking dead. Uh, just blame the cocaine, I guess. Just blame, I he's just so coked up that he's able to come back from the fucking dead after being shot in the chest four times. I'd watch that movie. I would. That's a more interesting movie. If guys just come back from doing coke. Okay. Oh, man. All, All right. right. Well, now's the next question. Is is the score accurate? Is Wait, it too? Well, actually, we we have a little bit of trivia first, and then we get oh, to Oh, trivia first. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So, first and foremost, so the film is based on a graphic novel, a French graphic novel. Uh, this was produced uh, by the same people who produced the movie I Am Number 4. A oh, I heard that was incredibly too. forgettable uh, teen yeah. drama. Thomas Jane was originally cast for the role that would go to Sun Kang. But when J- producer Joel Silver came in, he said, we need a more ethnic actor to, to appeal to a wider audience. You know, I read that too on the Wikipedia page and holy shit. He, all right, here's his quote on the movie. We're not breaking new ground. We're trying to be entertaining with a, within a format that's familiar. That's a kind of ice skating that goes on where you must let the audience know that you're not taking yourself too seriously. It does fuck not come across. Fuck, 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 fuck you, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> That's really all I about, about got. It's Stallone's worst opening gross in 32 years. 
Uh, it, like uh, you know, I read it as a box office, a box office bomb. Makes sense because like my overall thought, overall thoughts on the movie is like it's probably the most boring and generic action movie I think I've ever seen. I'm sure there's worse action movies out there. I just that this is might be the worst. Well, no, I've... that's that's the thing is when it's at this weird nexus where if you go worse, it gets entertaining. So you it, know what I mean? Yeah, it needs to be way worse to be good, a fun bad. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to look at point out Joel Silver's producer because he's like a fucking dick dropping producer, not like a Harvey Weinstein, but like. In terms of which is like the amount of shit he's put out, like just he's just but like he's done this formula before of a buddy comedy because he produced Die Hard. Ah, there you go. He produced uh, The Matrix. He produced The Nice Guys. He produced Project X. He produced what's the, his what's his, uh, what's his uh, production company? Uh, fuck. Uh, I'll find it. Yeah, you, you can find it. Right now. I don't have it off the top of my head. I'm just saying, but this guy knows how to make a good. He produced le- the Lethal Weapon movies. I mean, he, not he produced gonna be a hit, I guess. But he produced he produced Commando. He produced Forty Eight Hours. He produced so many like great films, but like he just dropped the fucking ball on this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's all right. That's all I got on this movie. I'm glad we can now bury it forever. What? Uh, so is it a two? I'm gonna give it a two. I can't give because it a, a one. A one is so bad it's good usually to me. You know. Yes, I think I think so too. Because the, the two here is because like I at least was able to laugh sometimes, and I can fondly think about shitting on this movie with you. Where like yes. a one, I feel like I'm gonna forget forever. Maybe. Mm, fair maybe. enough. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. Because I haven't rolled a one yet, but we'll see. You have not rolled a one yet. And you. F- so I think all that's left is the roll, right? Or no, we need to replace this R two right now, right? That's... Which is part, which is part of the roll. Yeah, we which... gotta roll that first. Okay. All right. So, so we have to replace R two. So I'll take the. I'll take. So let me let me let me read off to people what they uh, what, yes what the chances do. So number number one is Cobra, which I talked about earlier, where which it's another Stallone film where he plays Marion Cobretti. God, I you know I think it would be hilarious if I roll a one and a two right now. Like it's like, that's just the way <laughs> yeah. have to watch next. Got a run of Stallone films. No, <laughs> number two, you got served a terrible yep. dance film from the early two thousands. Number wait. three, the Twilight Saga Eclipse. Is that the third one? Yeah, I don't, man, fuck if I know. I think we just picked a random one. <laughs> I think we I think we did too. Number four, Cats. Can't wait. Now Cats might be so bad it's fun. There's I think ch- so. I think ch- it will be. And at least there's going to be some music. Like, we can look forward to that. It's, it's just music. <laughs> there's yeah. no plot. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is five. Can't wait. And number six is Just Married, the terrible, when they were really trying hard to make Ashton Kutcher a star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Who's the, who's the, is it Catherine Heigl joint? No, it's it Brittany Murphy, who's now dead. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. I think they killed All her. Right. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I'm going to roll the D6. Let's see what we replace the two with. Okay, right? Kevin. That's a four. That's cats. <sighs> cats, okay. Cats is on the list. All right, do you want to see the roll? Do you want to see it? I want to see it, Kevin. I want to see this fucking garbage you're about to give us. Oh, All right, All right. I it. said it before. I really want to watch Drive. So I'm going to go reverse psychology and say I really want to watch Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think Drive is going to be on the list forever. I don't think we're ever going to get to watch Drive. <laughs> Honestly, of of everything on here, I'm down for all of it. I really am, uh, except Frank. I don't want Frank. So let's go with. I would like to see. Oh, I, I'm in the. I'm still in the mood for Hitch. Yeah, should I read off the, just all of them real quick? Oh yeah, of course we have to. Yeah, yeah. Let's ten let people know. Ten. No Country for Old Men. Nine. Skyfall. Eight. Drive. Seven. Con Air. Six. Hitch. Five. Frank. Four. Suicide Squad. Three. Amazing Spider-Man. Two. Two. Cats. One. Catwoman. 
Now, for the future, I think we're taking out all superhero films ever being added to this list because they're only going to be used for commentaries after this list. I think that's the uh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mo- most of our yeah, I think yeah. it's fine. So that way, we get more diverse range of what we watch. You ready? As I'll ever be. That's another four. <laughs> it's Suicide Squad, baby. Kevin, you should be in jail. I think you should be in jail. You're a terrible roller. All right, I'm gonna reverse my die. I'm gonna roll right now. Yeah, you don't even have a D10. I got a 19. I got a D20 though. I, that we would we would have been able to. Doesn't matter. We could have watched matter, Skyfall. Watch squad. Doesn't matter. Watch Suicide Squad. All right, everybody, watching Suicide Squad next week. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Hey, watch it like watch it like 1.5 speed. My guess is this will be more fun than. Uh... That like I said that like I'm I'm okay with anything on this list except Frank. Like Suicide Squad is fun bad. Yeah, it's a, it is it is fun bad and like it, I think it's br- no, it's not even brief. Oh, it's like I think it's like two and a half hours. Fuck! I mean, at least Margot Robbie's in it. That's something. Yep. People we got like that going on. This is Katana. This is Katana. <laughs> God damn! You ready? You ready? You ready? It's only two hours. It's all right. Two. I can handle two hours. One hundred and twenty-three minutes. We can do this. Also, because I remember, there's just like six helicopter crashes. I can just kind of ignore. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry sean kevin i right, i'm gonna i'm gonna buy a d10 because i think we're, please do i'm gonna buy a d10 and we're gonna alternate who rolls each time i'm fine with it you gotta buy a t10 though because i'm convinced you're terrible at this i, that's, I rolled a 10 already all right you rolled one ten. you rolled one yeah i know now what's okay what's our average at now uh probably gonna lower it down to like a 4.8 something like that yeah that's below average now kev I'm aware, and it's a small sample size. We got to keep going. You son of a bitch. All right, everybody. <laughs> Suicide Squad next week. Watch it. Enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. Blame Kevin. All right, I'll see you all next week on Sean and Kevin's Infinite. Sean and Kevin is sorry about rolling bad. Yeah, crisis. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>